are you doing, Duncan? I'm doing good. I just just got out of COVID. Feel, feeling optimistic. First timer, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First timer. Yeah, I thought I was immune. I am not. Um, but yeah, feeling feeling great. Uh, excited to record something we've been wanting to record for several months now. Yeah, yeah we kind of. It's been a while. I mean, you guys have had a lot of like martini drink conversations about this. I feel like I'm kind of like coming in blind here, if I'm being perfectly honest. Well, we did like, just have a whiskey conversation for an hour before recording this. So I know, but I still feel like you have like four or five, ten. I don't know how many hours up on me. On <laughs> I think you're gonna do great. How are you? How are you doing, Colleen? I'm doing great. Um, I spent my day with a toddler who sounds like a dog right now. So <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Because croup is uh, like a ch- it's a children's disease no one knows exists until you have a child, but they sound like they're barking when they cough. I, it's when like I, very disconcerting. When I was like a toddler, I had croup and it was really bad. And there was a giant blizzard that year, and my family like couldn't get to the pharmacy to get whatever medicine I needed. Yeah, and we had a friend uh, who like. He walked like ten miles to the is pharmacy this Balto? or something. Like, are you basically? Except <laughs> his name was David Evans. Yeah, and he like got me my stuff. Wow. And my parents were like, "Thank you, thank wow. you so I'm really much." Glad wow! Shout out to David no, Evans. Yeah. Big yeah. shouts to Big David shout. Evans here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Keeping dunks alive. I think he's a Christian scientist now, actually, though, I love which that is kind of him. ironic. No, he was. Oh, that's what was interesting about it. He was a Christian scientist, and he still went to get the medicine. Wow! Which True is sick. Right wow! There. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You so guys anyway. gonna ask how I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, no, we don't care James. how you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doomer, man. I'm shit. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah, yeah. It's helpless, hopeless. Yeah. No, I feel good. Twenty three is gonna be insane heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be twenty twenty three. Is gonna be sick. You're not turning twenty twenty three. No, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm opposite. I'll be thirty two next year. I'm gonna be thirty two tomorrow. <clears throat> Is your birthday tomorrow? What? Yeah. Why are you just telling us that? I don't know. Are we bad friends? I'm not a big birthday guy. We've known him guy. for like a long time. Fuck, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy cheers, birthday. Y'all. Actually, it's bad luck to wish you early, so we'll cheers you again. In it's fine. Uh, that's four bullshit. hours. It's fine. You might. Yeah. I'm an optimist. You're in a Russian. You're in a Russian household right now, so you can't say this bullshit. <laughs> okay. Fuck. That's <laughs> rude. <laughs> you need to be more culturally sensitive, please. <laughs> yes. You're, you're right. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's let's jump into it. Yeah. We want to talk about doomerism today. Why do we want to talk about this? I'll give you my answer. <laughs> What's your answer? Which is I think people our age and people younger than us and also the boomer doomers, don't like forget them. Yeah, yeah, but the less uh, them. Right, I don't, don't care okay, about that sorry. so much. Sorry, they're not listening to this I don't pod. care about that so much. No, no, but I also just like care about like if they are, fuck them. Seeding the things that will matter for the next, you know, 50 years. Um, but Colleen, pe- you're, la- you're trying to hide that you're laughing. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I used th- to laugh into my mic. I think the dominant narrative among people our age, like casually even, mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to energy and climate, is that we're totally screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is like a very self-reinforcing narrative. But you, you know what I mean? You just like walk up to the average millennial and ask them about this and they'll just be like, yeah, I've seen a bunch of stuff. Like, I think it's really bad and we have no chance at it. Yeah. My friends will be like, can I have children or are they going to like die in climate change? And I'm like, well, I had a child. So <laughs> Clearly you have a view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our I'm here because <laughs> I think the antidote to that is 
Jordan Peterson and Alex <laughs> talking about our fossil future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm really grateful that such brave, brilliant intellectuals, intellectuals, intellectuals um, are out there in the in the zeitgeist. Speaking because truth I think to they're, power, they're bringing a real counter narrative that you can just really get behind, and um, fires me up, man. Like. No, I agree. I think it's a really optimi- optimistic, <laughs> exciting vision that we're all just going to like scrap for stuff in the ground until we die. Yeah. Like, I think that's great. It's sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. No, but we are here to talk about antidotes uh, well, at some point. But I think we really want to first start with what doomerism is, right? No, I think we should talk about. Um, well, maybe to summarize what you said is there. The joke I was making is like. <laughs> Your the for other side is like for those not who any, weren't aware. Yeah, <laughs> for those who aren't terminally online. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the most riveting forty-five minutes or whatever it is. Probably in like podcast YouTube history. <laughs> I've never been more lost. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I texted it to Duncan. I was like, you got to watch this. He's like, I can't do it. So this was Alex Epstein, like the the kind of like... We peaked. The sort of like w- like strange kind of like unofficial lobbyist for the fossil and fuel industry. <laughs> like, I don't really know how he came to be um, on Jordan Peterson's podcast, like telling the truth about energy. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to... How do unpack- I get on Jordan Peterson's podcast? Yeah, we should we should we should try Can and get, get on. me on there. Let's pitch him. Yeah, I'm down. Do yeah, let's invite him on the pod. Let's go. Let's yeah. Do it. Okay. So, right. actually, though, is that while like doomerism is out there, the counter narrative is like also really bad. Like most things these days. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like this weird false dichotomy set up that, um, I think a lot of people are probably like, well, I don't want to be that. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's yep. like no other place to turn really. And so I think. So where should they turn? Well, luckily they're tuned in, you know, to the dirt, the dirt pod right now. But um, no, but actually like I, it took me a while because I don't even think. If you look anywhere in the cultural mainstream right now, like there's a lot. Doomerism is not just distinct within climate. Mm-hmm. Like there is um, sort of like the cynicism, like um, where kind of art and culture are today. Like there's no, there's not a lot of like optimism or earnesty really. And I think there's like a new sort of cultural moment happening that is projecting a lot of optimism and earnesty. And that I've really like glommed onto because I was desperate for that. But it exists like totally outside of any like mainstream political or cultural narratives. It's like I only see it really in like movies and like music and like mm-hmm. the arts and like mm-hmm. certain like cultural circles, I guess. Yeah. And so I don't I don't um It's a sad I don't know, it's like a much deeper thing going on than just there's no like narrative out there. It's like in our entire culture, there's like a, yeah. a doomerism of sorts. It, I think it's worrying that like the optimistic movements are like fringe cultures. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can find them if you're like really out there searching. No, but like, I, th- I think that'll change. And so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I am optimistic about that because like I just see that like seed you're of You're optimist optimistic about optimism. I'm optimistic <laughs> about <laughs> optimism being back in in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Love that. So I think, I don't know, we're going we're gonna to talk about like how we apply that line of thinking to climate, I think. And funny enough, like the ESG episode, I was like, it's funny to me that we've, <laughs> solo pods or ESG and doomerism because there are two things that I actually spend like zero time thinking about. Well, you spend a lot when, of time thinking about, but like, it's not like, no, I don't. The only time I thought about ESG was when we try to record the episode. And the only time I think about doomerism is recording this episode mm-hmm. because like, I do think what we want to talk about is exists like wholly outside of that narrative framework. Like it's mm-hmm. not the false dichotomy. It's not caught up. And it's not that. even in opposition. It's just like we're over here doing a different thing. Yes. And yeah. so not, I, I guess the point is like, it's not like, oh, we have the answers and um, we're exclu- like exclusively in on this. I think a lot of people feel this way. And we've had a lot of conversations like how that uh, like is starting to congeal in some way and I don't know. We're going to, so we're going to talk about the clean energy abundant platform. Yeah. And abundant Kieran and energy Colleen happening. ticket and Colleen and Kieran actually, sorry, Kieran. Oh, we haven't, we haven't really decided ticket yet. In we'll, 2028, we'll see. But we'll see how we're polling <laughs> first. We're going to state, we're going to state your man, your clean energy abundance, uh, platform Perfect. manifesto on today. So, yeah, I can't wait till we have to build a dossier on the two of you, <laughs> you know, just to make sure it's actually okay to run you. Yeah. But I will not be stopping. I'm not Jigger. I will be podcasting from, <laughs> Ooh, from the Oval Office. Shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. That's right. I might get kicked out of the well, Oval they, Office, you're the but boss. I will be pod- Yeah, right? So you can just you can just pod. Yeah, because you're speech. already Like, no one can fire you. I guess the voters are. I mean, whatever, I, I, mean I can get impeached. did the fireside chats. Like, yeah. you know, what's the difference? You guys will be my uh, my interviewees. <laughs> I'll be too hot at that time. You can't talk to me at that point in time. It'd be what the heat'll be the on. The heat'll be on. Yeah. <laughs> be on the land. Catching heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. So I think that was a good setup. Where do we want to start? Oh, man. So, okay. Just like in case people don't know what a doomer is. Fair. <laughs> You're yes. gonna define doomer. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, yeah, no, I don't even good. know if I know how to define doomer, but like when I think of a doomer, I think of someone who's like at this point of there's no, like, it's almost like there's no point in even like doing anything because like we just like, we're totally screwed. We can't get anywhere. Like everything is against us and like they just kind of, that's it. Yeah, like we're gonna die in twelve years, and like yeah, the world's ending. Like it's don't have yeah. kids. Don't have like yeah, don't have kids because they're you don't want to like have them be in a fiery hell, <laughs> fifty years, <laughs> or like underwater. Um, and when you think of a doomer, do you think of someone who's like evangelizing this viewpoint, or someone who's just sort of like absorbed it? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like there are definitely doom like evangelist doomers, but I feel like there's just to your, your point earlier, like there's this kind of like low grade and like, to be perfectly honest, like I was, I was never like a full doomer. 
But when I was in high school and I like saw an inconvenient truth and then I like did an independent study on climate change. Yeah. In, like 2006. No big deal. Or 2007. <laughs> I was like very ahead of the curve. Um, And I was like, I literally was just like, oh my God, we're all going to die. And then my like <laughs> end of that was just going to seventh graders and like teaching them what I'd learned. And yeah. I was like we're all going to die, but like maybe get a CFL and like that could help. Like that was like, that was like my view. Yeah. Right. And I spent a lot of time thinking about it and a lot of people don't spend time thinking about it. They just see headlines. Right. And it's like wildfires, floods, tsunamis, like another, like, so it did, it did originally motivate you, but you don't feel that way anymore. It originally motivated me. And then honestly, I was like so afraid of the really negative things that could happen with climate change. Right, like the like the whatever that ocean conveyor belt thing. I always forget what it's called. Yeah, yeah. That's shutting down <laughs> and like an ice age happening. Anyway, <laughs> I was like totally freaked out by it, and I was like, I just can't think about it. I just need to like focus on doing things. Right. And like, cause I got I don't know, like I don't know if it's gonna shut down or not, but right. like all I can do is do something. Right. Because I'm not actually Which doing my heart. Yeah. It is interesting. I you know Duncan made this point earlier too, like you can't totally knock doomerism because it does like originally motivate some people to like, some people will like totally shut down and other people like, Oh, this is gonna be really bad. Like I got to do something. Right. Exactly. It's so, like a so galvanizing there, thing. Yeah. For, like, yeah. for, 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 I'd say though, for like a sliver of the population, yeah. like yeah. it's not generally applicable. Right. right. So anyway, so basically like there's this general thing of like, there's a lot of headlines of like bad things happening and doomerism is kind of like seeing those bad headlines and being like, while it's a lot of bad things and like we're all screwed right rather than trying to like say how they can work against right. those things well yeah you know I, what's, well, the re- oh you can go first no go ahead man I, uh, <laughs> thanks i was gonna okay, say I'll go. no 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 no, no. <laughs> um i asked about those who evangelize versus just sort of absorb yeah because to me like i'm actually in a lot of ways less interested in the evangelists like because i think a lot of the casual doomerism which is to me very worrying because it like limits our ability to do things yeah. broadly as a population i i don't even know if it comes from the evangelists so much as just kind of like what's the word you used earlier the milieu like it's yeah. it's just kind of like you read an article on some news website, you like saw something yeah. and it just sort of penetrates you. So like, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of casual doomers who are like, I follow this doomer TikTok, yeah. and therefore I'm not having kids. Like it's kind right. of just like this thing that yeah. seeps into you. Yeah. And I, Cause well, like I think the only salient narrative about this stuff is, is the bad one. Yeah. Right? And I, th- people are like living their lives and it just kind of, it's not even like, What's interesting is when I talk to people like that, and I do this often now, is I tell them about our eco rave and like clean energy abundance and like what's our what eco we're, rave? And we're yeah. gonna talk about that later. Um, but they're all like, "Oh, that's so good!" Like it's kind of like they're like, "Oh, I didn't know I was thinking that," but yeah, that's how I feel. You know, like because there's no actual narrative out there that. The casual doomer, as you put it, is like, that's who you want to speak to because they don't actually, they're just, it's like the default. Yeah. Position. It's just like, like, okay, this is what people I've like, kind say of learned think, this. So like, yeah. Yeah. But then you push them on it and they're like, oh yeah, no, like fuck that. Yeah. Um, but I did want to uh, go back to Colleen, what you were saying, because I didn't think of this until you said that, but 
interestingly, I think how I feel now was also kind of how I felt when I got like into climate, I guess, because mm. I was in high school and um, in like a hi- my history class and this teacher was really awesome, like junior year, but it was when everyone was talking about peak oil in like 2007 or 2008. Ooh. And he basically like threw all these like graphs on the board and is like, by the way, this is all a bunch of bullshit. Like we're not going to run out of oil. Like <laughs> we just found all these new reserves. Like it's going to be the same old thing for another 30 years. Like don't buy it. And he was right in a way, but I remember being like, fuck you, man. Like why? Like, can we do something else? Like that doesn't sound sick. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we're yeah. just going to like keep pumping oil. Don't worry. The treadmill will keep going. Yeah. yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah and yeah, like, yeah. so it was, um, obviously like I cared about climate and, and everything, but part of it was just like a reaction to things are going to stay the same and they're not going to get any better, mm-hmm. which is still kind of how I feel of like that ultimately why I'm so well, why I, I wouldn't, I empathize with doomers like the casual doomer. Like I get it. Um, but I do think it ultimately just serves the incumbent. And so I'm like, fuck that, you know? Yeah. Which is also like what the like counter reaction to them also serves the incumbent. Right. Like they're both hundred percent as many narratives these days as we talked about <laughs> in ESG. Yeah. Well. Yep. Like, yeah. It's this sort of like, there's like a lot of it's like, like an edifice on both sides. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, what's so corrosive about it though, is like, if you're a doomer and you're like, we're going to die in 12 years, like, it's never going to change. It's like, well, yeah, I guess it won't then if that's your operating mindset, <laughs> like, yeah. if you're just not going to do anything and like despair, then yeah, nothing will change. And that's exactly what fossil f- future fossil fuel companies want. And it's even like the counter narrative fossil future, you know, ironically, like Alex Epstein has sort of taken a hold in the like nuclear the kind of like new right conservative, but a lot of left, honestly, too. Like solar's dumb, nuclear is the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, which we've talked about nuclear. We don't have to go down that again. But I'm realizing yeah, invest in more technology, SMRs, R and D, like we need better products, but like the thinking like, oh, it's just like the greens stopping nuclear from happening just like reinforces the like Alex Epstein in his book, fossil future. And like when he speaks publicly is like aligned with the like pro nuclear. Yeah. 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 Lo- like group. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, like, yeah, we agree. Doomers are bad. People who care about climate change are like doomer degrowthers. So let's just like give false solutions in the form of nuclear or let's just keep saying do more fossil fuels. Yeah. It's so like both the whole thing, the whole structure all serves to like entrench yeah. the status yeah, yeah, quo. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they don't like right. They There's like, no don't really actual care about nuclear. Opposition. They're just like, yeah, sure, we support something that's like 10, 20, 30 years away. Right. So what I mean, what do you do about that? Like that's not how I feel about things, obviously. I, I just pausing there though. I, I think it's really 
that's like a really important realization that the whole debate is sort of constructed to like absorb any productive energy and just dissipate it. Yeah, that's right? like... Which is true of a lot of things. And like, I'm, I'm realizing our nuclear ESG in this episode are like all kind of the same idea. Yeah. Uh, they're like all kind of about no, this. No, and that's why I read the friggin' Marx quote. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. he just says that like the institutions, the elites, whatever, absorb any like counter revolutionary force into the structure itself. Yeah, like that's how the status quo perpetuates. I think um, yeah, it's personally like what I've always like why I always haven't been able to like stand these kind of like energy contrarians. It's not that I think fossil fuels are inherently bad or like whatever. It's just it it's like their participation in the dialogue like increases the rate of like entropy in the system. It's mm. just like diffusing yeah. everything, right. right? Rather than allowing like concentrated sort of energy. I don't right. mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like yeah, yeah, actually yeah. have an impact and do something yes. and like push people. It's just this way of like, and it all just dies, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because um, you can like redirect that like mad contrarianism into like something totally unproductive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just it just dispels. And I I agree. Fuck doomers. Like I'll sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like again, empathize with like certain elements of it for sure, which we'll get into. But as like a rallying cry, I'm like, no, this is not the answer. And like I, I I guess I get I empathize also with the people who look at that and are opposed to it. Mm Hmm. I would personally, I'm. I'm reaching a little here, but I might make the case that the actual doomer evangelists today are like exist less than ever though. Like, mm-hmm. like I, my view on that, that debate, which sucks up all the energy is actually like, it's mostly an edifice at this point Yeah, yeah. that is like used but like, like who's out there really, really being an evangelist doomer? Like, I think it's hyper present in like sort of standard culture casually, right. but like I, who's the Alex Epstein of doomerism? Mm. You know, is it, I just kind of wonder like the, the effort of doomerism, like, does it even really exist or is it just like omnipresent at this point? Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. That's a good question. I'm sure there there's bits of it. Like I I encounter it. You know what I mean. There are people, but I don't know. It, it's just one of my fears is that the, the anyone who uses the the phrase anti-human when like labeling the doomers, <laughs> like if you find those people and like ask them who they're talking about specifically. Like, I'm not sure if you ever get a real answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. it's just like, well, the anybody. Solar people, yeah, yeah. All it's the like, people, like, not, 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 and I'm not trying to discount it entirely. Like, I'm sure there are very real examples well, of like it, pointing to like, you know, politicians who have said things and like, I'm sure it exists. Yeah. And I think but, there are like, and I don't, I guess this goes back to like, what is the definition of a doomer? But if we're sort of like, I'm going to combine maybe some groups here of like, the just stop oil people. Yeah, I was literally just right, going to do that. Who are yeah. like, 
they're not quite doomers in that like they are trying to do something to work against climate change right they're not the like don't do anything mm-hmm. but they are in the sense that like again i'm sure they have like more sophisticated policies than this so mm-hmm. not speaking from a yeah. very educated yeah. point but it is but, the like headline. the slogan just stop oil and i think this is why you have to like be careful with your slogans because they can be catchy and memorable <laughs> um but also like when i hear that like i think what people react to that is like stop progress because until unless you can like yeah unless you have a viable alternative today to replace all oil like what is just to- what it, like what yeah. yeah just stop is a weird right. phrase for that yeah one there's no um, it exists only in opposition to yeah it's not like oil. telling you what to do it's not saying right. like just start bioplastics. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, I have a lot of problems with bioplastics. That's what you went with? <laughs> I know. Well, I was just trying to think of, like, what oil really replaces. And I feel like plastic is, like, the big thing that, like, yeah. I don't know how we're going to deal yeah. with. Um, <laughs> no, but also. But I, I don't mean, really like just, bioplastics. But, like, but you know what I mean? It's not like a, it's a don't do something. I think, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the equation yeah. with doomerism is it's a don't do something rather yeah. than a do this. Yes. And I think that, like society works better when you like give people ways to move forward rather than telling them to stop things. Yeah. There is a bit of like, I don't know. I do think there's like a doomerism at the heart of it. And just to hammer the point home, like it sets up perfectly Epstein and Jordan Mm -hmm. Peterson going like, see, like that's their vision. That's the other side. Yeah. 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 I will Um, say, I think that group is, I'm not saying they necessarily do a great job at making us aware of it, but like one of their main concerns is the political economy of the oil industry. Yeah. Right. Like, so right. Like if, if the, I, I believe this, if our point is that the like doomerism debate ends up just kind of like strengthening the incumbents, like their purpose is to weaken the incumbents. Right. Is there impact that I'm not sure. Right. (laughs) You know, but, but like, like all, yeah, I don't know. I guess like, but isn't that like usually how people who are strengthening the incumbents are like actually positioned? I mean, maybe I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I, anyway, I'm not like specifically like, I feel like they're the memorable yeah. item of recent. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. saying they are the perfect example. To yeah. That. yeah um, I hear that. But just this idea of like, yeah, giving people like things to sort of like take and pull from and like say look at this like the ask isn't building it's regressing yeah no and i i do definitely resonate with that like our i think our slogan would just be like just build dope shit (laughs) like yeah build renewables bioplastics i don't know sounds dope um and that doesn't we'll talk about that later we'll talk about that later (laughs) that doesn't even exist in opposition to just stop oil um or like fossil future mm-hmm. you know it's right. just like its own thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's no it's outside like, of that just like yeah. do something yeah productive but that doesn't negate that's not like it exists in its own right which i think is important to highlight is it's it doesn't like fall into the trap of this against that that like the yeah just sidesteps that whole thing yes. yeah 
Yeah, it's just like here's a better alternative, right? Like I think that's like the thing is like there – I'm not saying there's never value to saying like we need to stop something because like sometimes that's how you find the better thing. Um, But it is harder that way, right? And it's like better to sort of show people a brighter, better alternative – than yeah. saying like eh, like we can't really do anything or like the only option we have is to like not have kids and like i don't know wait a couple hundred years and then like maybe the earth will get better and then we'll figure it out <laughs> when fusion comes along yeah <laughs> 700 years from now except that all of our nuclear scientists stopped having children and so now <laughs> yeah <laughs> So is that why we're going to throw an eco-rave? Um, I feel like we're going to throw an eco-rave to, yeah, be like, we can do it. And, like, let's be excited about that. It's like the Boston Tea Party moment of <laughs> clean energy abundance. Eco-rave 2023. It's just that galvanizing event, you do know, you wanna talk to about start the beginning of what something. what an eco-rave is? I mean, I don't even know if I know what an eco-rave <laughs> is. You still don't even know. Is it just, it's just a rave with people that love the environment? Like, is that... Well, but first, I guess, you know, eco rave is a joke that's existed for like four years now. But it's but it's be a real, real thing. It's a yeah, real yeah, thing yeah. now. But how did that originate? Didn't that originate like with some funny encounter you had on a subway or something? Yeah, dude, I was actually the um, the synth player for LCD Sound System. I love that band, so I was like on the M going home and saw her and was like sat next to her and was like, "Hey, you're like in LCD, right?" Um, and she was mad cool. She started asking me about like what I do. We had like a 30 minute, we went from like Midtown to like Bushwick or something. <laughs> I love like, that. So, um, and I was the telling her about. The probably doesn't like get recognized very often either. So she was probably like excited. Yeah, to, like, I think, yeah, definitely like she was like, I think I recognize you. I was like, well, I've been in the front row probably like 12 times. So <laughs> that, she's like, that would be pretty impressive. Um, but it's funny because it is kind of the again like the same vibe but um she was like i was telling her that i work in energy and like climate and all this stuff and um she was like oh like have you heard of the eco raves in portugal <laughs> i was like what tell me about that tell me about that she was like yeah like these people they just like go out into the woods and like throw a huge rave like in the middle of nature or something and i was like that sounds fucking sick <laughs> So ever since I've been talking about wanting to throw an eco rave and then, um, Corey, uh, who we're going to have on the pod reached out and was like, Hey, you guys keep talking about this eco rave. Like, do you want to actually throw one? We were like, yeah. He was like, well, I just did the first ever like fully powered solar microgrid at burning man. It ran for like seven days on solar and batteries. So wild. And we're like, what? So sick. He's like, yeah, I run this huge production company and throw like massive music festival events and like am tired of burning 500,000 gallons of diesel a day or 500 grand worth of diesel, like whatever it is like yeah. to just throw an event. And um, so they're dope. And but the point is, is like I do think that there's this basically – I don't know. It's you can have solar and batteries and throw a sick party and have just as good a time, if not better 
doing that than like going to some like ridiculous overblown diesel powered like million light show edm whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah <laughs> um, we all know diesel gen not 100 percent reliable that's right we've i mean seen you guys it. we've experienced <laughs> you, that's right, yeah, well, we've thrown some pseudo proto eco raves at post bar with the diesel gens wait so but then what what's the point of this I, when Beyond I meet casual doomers, I tell them about the eco rave and I'm like, yeah, you can like listen to sick music and party in nature, like run on solar. And they're like, that's sick. Like, yeah. they like, I don't know. There's something it's, about the idea that, um, I think people understand and resonate with. And it's like, is, but it, I, in my mind, the idea is that it, something experiential and really cool which also disproves the the common misconception about energy is like it's like the electro shock therapy that like gets you out of that by the way it's gonna be a way sicker party than the five hundred thousand dollars worth of diesel yes because i've been to a lot of those and a lot of them are not sick you know what i'm (laughs) saying it's like it's like it it, something like that can shake you out of the trap that you've been stuck in yeah um, yeah, and it's even just as simple to say, like, you can live your life like in a different way. Yeah, and it's, know? like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's, like, kind of how uh, a segue into, like, how we see the clean energy blender platform. Yeah. I mean, it's a vibe. Right. It's just a feeling. <laughs> I mean, for yeah. So for me, I guess. Right. Like, clean, right. So like, why do we do an eco rave? It's because we both. I feel like it's sort of like stating that you don't have to give. Give things up to like. Solve climate change and have a good life. Right. It's like, yeah, like we don't need to use generators. We can like. Use cool things and like be with nature and like connect with that um connect, I, with, connect that. with that you know <laughs> that, whatever that, that means that that whole fucking that whole thing, thing. <laughs> i mean i don't know like connect in your own way whatever way is good for you um so yeah i guess for me the clean energy abundant future is people just like being able to live good lives like comfortably without worrying about energy right and so like your your home is the temperature you want it to be you're able to like run your laundry you don't have to like worry about that maybe david energy is optimizing when your laundry runs like i don't know but like we know know what i mean like but you don't know about (laughs) it like it's all like it's all easy we're cranking your tea stat up and making you suffer. That's, um, that's, uh, <laughs> if, if your t-shirts smell a little musty, just call David Energy <laughs> Solutions. <laughs> no, but yeah. like maybe it's not just that your home is the right temperature. It's like more consistently the right temperature. Like I think the word abundance, right? It implies kind of like it, things are better. Yeah, that's things are, I mean, well, yeah, that's but I guess like, but like things are better because like also like you're not like you know like uh, let's say like the the casual doomer right yeah the sort of everyday like 
am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? Right. Like mm. you're worried a lot every day yeah. about like, Oh, like I like my home at 72, but like, I know it's bad for the environment. So like, I'm going to keep it at 68 all winter. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. you're kind of like suffering through it all winter because you like want to do something good for the environment. And now it's like, you want it at 72. Like, great. Like some people want it at 68 also great, but like, yeah. I want my house at 72. And so I don't want to feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 You know what so I mean? yours is just the lack of guilt living your life. Yeah, it's a very Catholic response. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I think that's great. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what abundance can be. I have yeah. a little different view on it, but I appreciate your view. <laughs> no, I think that, I mean, that, I do think that's a very like salient thing for like a lot of people, the primarily, primary like intellectual way they interact with energy and climate is guilt. Yeah. Well, I'm a very guilt-driven like, person. I number one goal is relieve that. Like, yeah. 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 I always talk about Jimmy Carter, put on a sweater and turn up, turn down the thermostat. Yeah. Conserve energy. Yeah. As like setting back the movement by like 50 years. (laughs) Just like that cultural moment of equating clean energy and sustainability with sacrifice. Yeah. So I I do agree. Well, I mean, at the time, there's like this whole thing. Well, okay. We were in a moment of scarcity. Yeah, like there was right. like actual scarcity. Did it but, change anything? But can I tell you, like going back well, to. But it was literally just like, yo, the oil burner in your basement, like try to use less because like there's not enough oil. Like but it was pretty one practical. Of things, advice. One of the things that came out of that. Yeah, I mean, so I get talk, why like, it Let's happened. talk about like, OK, yeah. so like there was that moment. But when we, we talk about like what what came out of that and like what was what like abundance came out of that policy, actually. Because I think there was. Well, so PERPA, but also weatherization, like weatherization funding yeah, started like in the seventies. No, but I'm not, well, fine, whatever. But like, yeah, sure. Cafe, like, yeah, cafe is like, the same. Yeah, but yeah, right. Energy so like, efficiency and yeah. Um, but I used to evaluate weatherization programs. That was my first job, and I would speak to a lot of homeowners. And like, you know, the primary thing homeowners talked about comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. They were like fucking freezing in their homes because yeah, they were yeah. all like. Just like drafty right. ass drafty windows. And, yeah. and like they're spending a lot of money. Yeah, this is Sealed's whole thing. Yeah, because I mean, Sealed is like a modern day weatherization company. So like weatherization has yeah. been a thing since the 70s. Yeah. Um, and it's like great for people because because and that's not even like I mean, I think this is where like abundance and like optimization like come into play. Yeah. Right. Because that was just like insulate people's homes. Right. Yeah. And no, like I you're mean, making I, it like better and you're saving energy and you're like doing it all in one thing. Um, so you don't have to tell people to turn the thermostat down and put a sweater on. You're like, actually, now your house is warmer and you're losing us energy. And so like take your sweater off, but also it's still better. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just being like antagonistic no, and yeah. saying, oh, it's set the movement back. But like obviously a lot of good. No, came but it's from it. It. Well, a lot of good came from like that. But to your point, like a lot of people think efficiency and they think. I yeah, it's more on. just like how it expresses itself now is like tired and wrong and like needs yeah, to change. 100%. But also like the technology that we have now wasn't there back then. And to your point, it was like a different time yeah. of like scarcity. Yeah. So like, yeah, I get it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Well, I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you know, stirring yeah. the pot a little. Yeah, and but that's how like people use it today, right? Yeah. Like people like remember yeah. that and they're yeah. like, this is what environmentalism is. It's right. using less. And like, really, it should be doing more with less. Right. So that you don't have to. I guess feel guilty about it and you don't have to worry about it yeah. and it's like cheap and easy and like everyone has what they need. Right. No. And I, th- I mean, I think by stressing comfort too, you're like acknowledging yeah. how I feel about it, which is that life is just way 
doper in like a <laughs> yeah like in a clean energy future in a lot of different ways like i don't know we always go back to perform like if you've driven an ev it's better um yeah it can back up your home now um like solar and batteries on your roof means like you don't lose power uh if you're in a city and all the buses are evs there's no like smog or noise can't wait same for with that. evs oh, like cannot wait for that like cities won't be loud and dirty like do people understand that like i mean I, there'll I probably be trash and stuff still but this will be right it's literally <laughs> it's just all the fucking diesel diesel engines driving around that makes yeah. cities like loud and annoying i i took the bus from like atlantic barclays to crown heights yeah. the other day and i had to go to the back of the bus it vibrates so much. Yeah. It was like being on a massage table, yeah. but like a bad one. <laughs> it's It was insane. And all I could think about was like, this is going to be gone soon. Right. Like, this is going to be pleasant Oh, soon. I saw like And it was three... loud as hell. It yeah. was so loud. Well, our neighborhood has some EV literally... routes. Yeah. Yeah. Three, I saw three zone. Rivian yeah, Amazon. Delivery oh, trucks. Nice. Delivery yeah, trucks. Yeah. Delivery trucks. Yeah. Yeah. I, one parked up my, outside my house the other day and I asked the driver. Like, I waited. I stood, I stood outside <laughs> for like five minutes until they came back. And I was like, how do you like this truck? Um, and they're like, yeah, it's awesome. It's like, it's excellent. Um, and I didn't know this. They were saying they only drive like 50 miles a day or something. Wow. Oh, yeah, it's not a lot. I mean, yeah, New York like, City. It doesn't need a big battery. No. Yeah. No. It probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But they're like, it's the best truck I've driven. I know. I looked inside. It looks pretty sick. Yeah. I'm going to just get one. I haven't seen around. one yet looks on sweet. the road. I just keep seeing the Dodge Ram ones. Mm. Mm. So wait, so something I wanted to ask you guys about this. Like put on a sweater versus like comfort and goodness and abundance. And this gets back to doomerism. Like I see two types of doomers. Mm. Uh, and this is really getting into more like degrowthers. Mm. Doomer light. But there's like, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's doomer light and then like doomer heavy. Um, Some degrowthers are like optimistic though, so like horseshoes around. It's weird. Yeah, like so. There's the degrowthers who are like planetary limits. Like we're totally fucked. Like this is all gonna like spin out of control soon, and like we're all yeah. gonna just like you. You better get your you know Kansas soup ready. Like whatever. <laughs> I don't know that kind. Like like existed with yeah. peak oil at times, like which overlaps with preppers and stuff. Uh, but then there's. Also, the degrowthers, like, yeah, like Doomer Light, which is kind of just like when you say put on a sweater, they're, they're suggesting like you shouldn't do without anything that like makes your life like truly materially worse outcomes, but like you can put up with minor lack of convenience, mm -hmm. right? Like right. that perspective. Yeah, they're like, you can put on a sweater. Which I've always thought is interesting because on one hand, yes, it signals like worse life. It, it's sort of pessimistic. But on the other hand, there's something that feels really practical and American about that. Just like, dude, put on a fucking sweater. Yeah. Like, so stop I, complaining. So, I'm probably being, this is probably going to be an annoying question. Do we feel like Doomer Light people, like, like, who are these people? Like, are they people that had to put sweaters on? I, what do you mean had to? Like, I, socioeconomically? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Like yeah. as someone who like I feel like grew up in like sweaters and carrying around a blanket around my house, I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I'm like yeah. winters I dread. I know. Winters. You're just you just want your thermostat at seventy two. I <laughs> just want my I just want my thermostat at seventy two. Like we used to have it at like 
60 during the day and like 58 at night. Like, okay, so so a different version. It vers- was cold. A different version of this That's, would be like. It's cold. The different cold. the other version of this would be like, you don't need a seven passenger SUV. Like yeah. your parents make may do with a normal five person sedan. You don't need an SUV. Mm. And like Relations. complaining that you must require an SUV is this like very pathetic yeah. modern perspective. Yeah. Like actually, that's a, that's a good example for me. It's not I'm like, like I mean, you I'm don't like, really need one. Yeah, because I because <laughs> yeah. in that I'm but like, like, no, you I don't. I can't need one. electrify my car. I can't get an EV until like I can buy a bat like a battle tank that'll like get my kids to school. And I'm not like. I'm not really coming down on one side of this, but I, it's just interesting. Like, yeah, you're on one like hand, is that a... is like degrowthery or doomery, I guess. But on the other hand, that kind of feels like something your grandpa would say. Just like, hey, yeah, but I stop think, being an idiot. I think the like, the real doomers do everything exactly the same because they don't think anything's going to change. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going to have like, kids well, and I'm just riding this one out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they feel like guilty about it. Yeah. But that's just as a like front to like keep living their life. Yeah. Anyway, that was a bit of an aside, but I think there's like there's yeah. different phenotypes no. to the doomer. Yeah, yeah, and, you I, know? Think, uh, yeah. and I think it's that's probably one warrants further study. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably one that like there is like a legitimate conversation to be had around like can you promote and excite people to like move forward while having that as your platform? Yeah. And I think that's like the big question, right? Because like if we go back to and I still think we need to hear both of your clean energy abundant ideas. But if we go back to, like, I think fundamentally why we think that that platform is important, it's because that platform motivates action. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, motivates yeah. building and fixing the problem. Right. In a way that, like, just use a little less doesn't, like, speak to why you need to go and build. Somebody might even do that, but no one's going to get, like, hype about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> And, like, we kind of need to get hype to build the amount of stuff that we need to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be great to be hype about clean energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I think it's interesting. I mean, the, the last thing I'll say on that is, and this is less, like, to not make fun of it, is I do think there's a case for, and this is kind of what you were getting to about, like, sep- man's separation from nature and modernity and stuff. Like, yeah. there is a case... Like, I often feel this way, like, when it... Yeah, using the SUV thing as an example... Like, even stepping back from the environmental impact of that and stuff, you know, I see a lot of people who are, like, putting themselves in extremely precarious economic positions to, like, and this gets difficult to talk about, but, like, to experience what, from a puritanical view, would be, like, the excesses of modernity. And it's actually really harming people, right? I'm not saying this is the most common thing, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like you look at like the, the housing crisis and like people buying mansions, yeah. you know, like that you just like can't afford. And so, so like there's, I think there's part of the like degrowth or light perspective that is not just saying you don't need that, but it's also saying your life would be better if you moderated. Yeah. Like well, you would be a happier, more like content a, even person. Even extreme degrowthers yeah. are like, once the population is like drastically reduced, like life will be dope. Okay, well, there's that too. But I'm not getting you know into that. Like, yeah, yeah. But I think no, that's like I'm saying you're kind shit, of like you know? average 70, 70s, like hippie type would like make yeah, the case yeah. that like let's at least think about to what extent you really 
desire this stuff. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about you saying that is that I actually think that at least me, I think the three of us aren't not saying that, right? Because mm-hmm. we aren't because the sort of opposite of that is like the excess, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like build all the clean energy and then just like get things because you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And I don't think we're saying <laughs> right. like you should just like build in excess so that you like can do things that you really don't need and or want. Um, and so to your point, like that, where that line is of like, what is reasonable? Yeah. (laughs) And like where, what is, what, what is excess and what isn't excess is a subjective thing to some extent. And there's like some probably like, you know, easy objective lines of like very much excess and very much like deprivation but like where in the middle you draw that line is yeah. isn't easy. Well, and the, um, like I think like so like the eco-modernist perspective would say like there is no such thing as excess and to suggest there might be is like you're a bad person. Right. 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 And I'm just saying like I'm like 80% of the way there, but I do think there's probably things we do in the spirit of consumption yeah. that are not actually good for us. Yeah. In I'm the not- like most developed world. Yeah. You know? I think I just have like a very, I don't know. It's your point, Colleen. It's like, where's the line? I'm like, I did, no offense. I'm like, I, at least like my perspective, I'm like, it's not even a question I really ask because I think, um, it, I don't know. It's one, it's just like not possible to like okay we found the right balance now go implement it no i'm not yeah i'm not saying that like we should define the line i guess i'm thinking like no but it to use a classic hunger games example nice (laughs) (laughs) it's always harry potter i know i'm like a very strong millennial i'm sorry (laughs) um or they like go to the capital and they're like at this fancy party right and it's like they're like from the port district yeah and people like are eating until they're like stuffed and then they like have this like drink they pass around that makes you throw up so that you can eat more. Yeah. Like abundance, hell yeah. <laughs> Some people might say abundance. I would say excess, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and they yeah, feel yeah, very yeah. strongly excess. And so that's like one of those cases where you're like, probably yeah. that's excess. Probably yeah. you could share that food with the people starving somewhere else. But like but like I feel like the do- the boomer or whatever doomer light would be like, oh you had a fancy party excess, yeah. And I'm like, no, like you should be allowed to have a fancy party, but like maybe you shouldn't be allowed to like eat until you throw up and then yeah. eat more. <laughs> that is, I think, or like pretty not comfortably, al- <laughs> yeah. objectively insane well, behavior. I think you should be allowed to. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, you should be allowed to do that. I just would encourage you not to. Right, I don't, and I guess I that's what I'm saying like, is like I don't that think it's good for you. Live your life, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess all I'm saying is that somewhere in that line is where I no, fall. Have, I, have a party, but like, don't f- throw up five times to eat more. And, like, and the key thing that applies to 95% of people is you should be able to have the fucking party. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. That, that's like what materially yeah. like matters here to so. most people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I... I ultimately, my perspective is one of like balance in that way where I think like I care about human flourishing while, and I think a, a part of that, not even in like a, 
I think sometimes like doomers and degrowthers have this weird like fetishization of nature. They're like, we must leave things like untouched. Yeah. yeah, yeah we must yeah. go back to like, yeah. you know, a lot of them, I don't know, even, um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to get into examples of it, but basically I do think humans, you know, there's like a stewardship of nature, but not even in like a moral way, but in a way to like live an enriched life. Like I do think modernity and this is why I'm not like a hyper techno optimist, like progressive, like build more, bigger, go to Mars, like all this stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like maybe, but technology is cool, I guess. Um, as I do think like I, I do reject a lot of the tenets of modernity and like how far it's taken us away from nature. And it's more about that to me than like, necessarily it's destruction or mm-hmm. us like harming it in some way. Like we are interacting with our environment and changing it. And so there's no, like, I don't know. There's a lot of like degrowth thing and doomerism. That's like, we should just like eliminate humans to like, not like nature is good. And yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, we, what we are bad. you talking yeah. about? Like, yeah. But on the other side of that, you have like the whole kind of trad, you know, back to the land like uh like homestead homesteading that's the word i was looking for which i actually resonates a lot with me it's like appealing yeah it is yeah but it's because of that like oh i'm like you're so distant from that life like in the city or whatever and i am a surfer and i love like i don't know where i am from like you go to the farm stand you like get veggies and they're dope and you just like have a good diet and you like exercise a lot and you're yeah yeah on zoom all day or whatever it's like a good life it's a good life and um but like i also understand that it's not um it doesn't necessarily work at scale like there's there is like a degrowth thing like regressive sort of mentality to that or like, oh, we can just kind of like put technology back in Pandora's box or whatever and like go back to the way things were at scale, um, which doesn't work for everyone. And I don't even think that's what everyone wants. Like, no. And also like, I definitely like the city and I like nature. And yeah. I like, and like homesteaders like, like, benefit from the fact that like cities exist. Yeah. And that, like, and like people are there's a lot figuring of like, things out. Right. Like, I'm sure they're not all off Amazon, you know, like, <laughs> to, yeah, like, like hospitals, like, 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 you know what I mean? Like their homesteader <laughs> starting kit on Amazon. Yeah. Or oh, no, I just learned how to DIY surgery, you know, and I don't I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> wow. You know? Look at you. you. Know? Just your anti-specialization of skills. Yeah. You just yeah. do it all as one person. Uh, yeah. 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 When, yeah. Well, when, Duncan, you can. We can't toothache, all be. You just inject them with onion extract. And then you just remove the tooth. I know? mean, we have an onion, we have an onion syrup cough medicine it's, recipe in my family. You're so halfway there. We're halfway yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I mean, I think just to kind of like round that out is I, I don't know. I, I, I do think there's, there's, there's like a balance and just even just in the way I want to live my life and like be happy, I guess. And some people don't feel this way or that, but Mm -hmm. there's not like a, there's no like moral grounds for, I don't feel like morally about progress or lack thereof, you know? Yeah. And I do think that, I don't know that that's like part of the debate that I feel like really breaks down to me. Can you you say that more? 
like my my like my what i think we should strive or even like why i want to like build a company that like makes i want to like increase human flourishing which i don't think necessitates like endless progress Mm -hmm. technologically or like endless growth of humans and that's not to say i'm again i'm like pro them not growing right i'm just kind of like as long as you can you should have as many people that can like live in balance and be happy and like live good lives and like that's what you try to focus on and build right and your company optimizes your company is like trying to give abundance but like at the optimal level of energy input needed yeah and like okay yeah to duncan's point like we'll turn your thermostat down when like prices are high like that just makes sense (laughs) it's like rational behavior yeah why buy it when it's expensive yeah but um no i don't know i don't know if that like is going anywhere in the context of doomerism but it does feel like separate from how sort of a hyper modernist or like a doomer degrowther like conservative would would view the the debate i guess yeah 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 yeah, you're saying like there's there's space between the kind of yeah, just like super futurist perspective and degrowth. Yeah. Yeah, which is the more like uh Reasonable. But it's also not it's not even like a it's not a centrist position. It's not like yeah, the yeah, balance yeah. between the two. I don't mean meet in the middle. It's rejecting it's just like what they just both different from call yeah. progress. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Does that resonate with you at all? Like, no, that definitely resonates with me. And I, I mean, I feel like that's like pretty normal to be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people would agree with that. There's like, I do think there is a, on, on many sides, on like, there's a growing questioning of modernity. Yeah. Right. Um, And I really mean like today's, most recent sliver of modernity yeah. no one's saying i don't want a dishwasher well actually there are people probably doing that but like I, like especially when it's con- related to like internet and phones and stuff yeah. like there's a lot of young people who are kind of like is this good for us right right um so yeah no i think a lot of people would like be open to like a a view on this yeah, yeah. um but yeah. ultimately, like I do, I think this is what I was driving at is like at the center of Alex Epstein's kind of position is he is correct in saying that a lot of the like climate analysis doesn't take into account like the costs of less energy consumption mm-hmm. being sure. like, <clears throat> yeah, you can focus on um, growth like a warmer planet leads to all these negative things, but what is a planet where we're using less energy? Like there's more cold deaths than heat deaths. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing is setting up this like false dichotomy of like clean energy equals like less or more expensive energy. Yeah. And it's just garbage. Like my favorite thing Ari Matusiak said was like, we produce, we're going to end up producing, like say we use, produce a hundred quads of energy today. We use like 25 of them, but if we electrified everything, we'd produce like 60 and use like 50. 
the 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. like you're using way less energy and you're getting way more output. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's something that is like completely... It just completely deconstructs his argument yeah. at its core, but like no one's out there really telling that story. Yeah, like the incredible efficiency of the like energy tech economy yeah. as opposed to like mm-hmm. right. resource extraction right. economy. Right. Yeah. Is 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 pretty ma- I mean, and that's kind of the lens I look at clean energy abundance from. Like I I kind of like think about the big what do they call it the sankey diagram yeah yeah. you know and i just kind of think of like (laughs) i think of just sort of energy and technology as like the raw inputs to human flourishing there's obviously more than that (laughs) but like (laughs) you know if you were to just sort of quantify things and you know i think about people i think it's important to think about people's homes and experiences because you want to actually like motivate people caring yeah but I also just think about the incredible, like, sort of industrial opportunity mm-hmm. of clean energy abund- abundance, yeah. which is like the things you're able to do if you have abundant cheap energy, which also carries fewer trade offs, are like amazing. Like, yeah. People always th- like desalination, right? Like, yeah. We can do it, it's right. just expensive to run. Right. It might not be soon. Right. Like, that's incredible for human flourishing, right? right? I think about things like this, uh, you know, basically like substituting, you know, really intensive extractive activities for energy. Right. Um, and that's really exciting to me because I think that just like lets everybody live better lives with like fewer trade-offs and more abundance. So I don't know. That's kind of what I tend to think of with clean energy. Maybe because I'm in the CNI world, you know, I've never touched resi before. Um, no, I mean, but like that's exciting to me. Like I think about all calling like all the businesses we work with. Yeah. And like we can give them a small taste of that today, right? Right. right. But like over time, if you can just like give a a greenhouse like two cent per kilowatt hour power. Yeah. And they get to go. Oh, maybe I keep the supplementary lights on all fucking year, right. and I just grow three times the tomatoes. Right. Right. Like that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Right. So to totally. me, like clean energy abundance implies kind of like this, just like really reinvigorated like industrial yeah, output new, of like, society. Unforeseen. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and like things we don't even know we're gonna end up right. doing with right. all this. You know? I always right. love not like, in a wasteful like, way, but in a like, well, yo, now you can just like you could put a thing on your roof and it just like generates water for you. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever it is, right. like there's just yeah, like I mean, amazing in the way that like yeah. us harnessing like fossil energy, like created a whole bunch of transitions and like transportation, like yeah. became a thing that could, you could do faster, yeah. right? Like there's things you don't and, think like, about. And like the original right. electrification movement, right? Yeah. Like where we were like, Oh, a factory doesn't need to have like one big steam turbine and a series of leather belts and shafts, like connecting every, <laughs> it's just like you put an electric motor on everything. You're done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, that stuff's going to happen again. Yeah. No, and I do love that. like very exciting. That's yeah. like your question you always ask, but we like on like Twitter, for example, is like, what are like new uses of energy we're not thinking about right now that are yeah. like low yeah. capacity factor? And it's like, well, we don't know. Like, that's what's cool about it. It's like when there's ridiculously cheap energy, like people are just going to like start finding things to do with it. Yeah. Um, I did. That's Sheldon Kimber's whole like yeah like vision it's sort of like thesis yeah for industrial scale power is like yeah we're gonna do all kinds of cool stuff with it yeah yeah Yeah. so So anyway that's how i see it yeah no i how i tend to see it yeah yeah 
So what do we do about it? What do we do about it? What do you mean? Yeah, like, okay, doomerism is, like, the dominant narrative. Like, everyone's doom-pilled. Throw an eco-rave. <laughs> Throw an eco-rave. But, like, what else? I mean, I think you build things. Like, yeah. I, I think, and I think you, like, show people, right? You do what Duncan does, what he was saying, you know? He's, like, po- post what you build on Twitter, like... change the narrative right like you just change the narrative right like because for so much of what we do the news rightfully so like talks about the bad things that are happening around the world yeah that's like very much influenced by climate and there's like a lot of those things and so it's very easy for people like see that and it's just kind of like there and they're like uh what's happening yeah um But they don't really see, like, what's good that's happening. Or they, like, kind of read it, but it's, like, numbers. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think, like, going back, like, Duncan, I know you're all about, like, the the numbers, which is important. <laughs> but, like, re- really, like, humans don't react to numbers very yeah. well. Right? Like, yeah. numbers right. don't really mean totally. a lot. So I think yeah. we need, like, more of those, like, human interests, like, stories about, like, energy. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did it change for people? Yeah. Duncan, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, my interest in this pod is really just, yeah, A, like, I think what you do is you do clean energy abundance. And yeah. <laughs> we're all doing that. A lot yeah, of other yeah. people are doing that. Um, I think you talk about clean energy abundance. But, like, really for me, yeah, I, I'm just interested in, like, kind of, I don't know, reaching our peers. Like, yeah, the people yeah. our age or younger than us. Um, and, and basically telling them, like, there's a way out, yeah. right? Like, like, if you're kind of caught in that, like, thought spiral which like a lot of people have been or are like, there's a way better feeling alternative to that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's really good. Yeah. yeah. And like, you're going to like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like just take your first you, dirt pill. Yeah, you're going to like it. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. it's addictive. It's highly addictive. Yeah. No, no, but, but really like it's, it's, it's amazing. Like just what a little bit of like doing something can feel like. Yeah. Um, so that's my interest in all of this. I think like, Clean energy abundance like makes sense. It's a path to like getting this stuff done, etc. But like even more than that, like it's like a cultural salve. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. like it, it, it <clears throat> feels good and it's like good for us to just like want to do no, something ambitious yeah. and awesome. Yeah. And like we need that right that's, now. Um, we really need that right now. That's uh that is what makes me optimistic is like, I think people are looking for that. And I do, I don't know. I, there is like definitely a really interesting like cultural scene in New York right now. And I like see it taking root and like expanding like very fast because I do think the whole aesthetic is around like earnesty and optimism and, um, it's a total antidote to like what, the popular cultural like i always i come back to like the cultural component i guess which is um even not within the context of clean energy but people just like need to feel hopeful yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. that they can do something about it Like hopeful and purposeful and yeah yeah yeah, like this is kind of lacking today yeah like what was uh I saw like I saw the dare and he like performed like new songs and he came out and like one of his first lines was like 
we were all about to commit suicide. So let's have a little fun or something, <laughs> which is like, I forget how it was more poetic than that. Yeah. But like in the room, it was like, everyone was like, yeah, we just like went insane for two years. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. like I think people are ready for something else. Mm-hmm. And totally. so you're saying like I, the timing is good. Yeah. And even just like, I, I just see the reaction like to our environment yeah, it reminds and, me of like like the the Scandinavian countries, right? Like we like when the winter, right? Like they all like become very insular and like de- <laughs> depressed. So they just go through COVID every winter, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, basically, like, right? I mean, and then they like emerge and like it's yeah. like part of like why like spring. I don't know. Like, I feel like friends I have from there are like spring is so amazing. Yeah, because it's like this rebirth of everything, and it was like yeah. so dark and like. And they and they like that, right? They kind of yeah. like that cyclical nature of it, which like fine. But I feel like we are kind of in that moment. So like yeah. the eco rave is going to be like the first day of spring. Yeah, it's going to be the like <laughs> celestial party. It's that yeah. like kicks yeah. off so, the like uh, the like beginning of the season. Yeah. Mark yeah. off all of next summer before we announce a date. <laughs> June, I think yeah, it's going to be the first day of spring, but not actually yeah. the first day of spring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that but corn, actually the first know? day like, of summer. Do you get what I'm saying? <gasps> no, no, no. Solstice no. is like on solstice. I've, huh? We do it on the summer solstice. Summer solstice. Yeah, that's oh, the hi- sick. The highest solar producing. Is that one we are we gonna sacrifice? That's the that's the. Are we gonna sacrifice my child? To throw an, to throw an, <laughs> sorry, dude. To throw an eco rave, you just have to do it on the biggest megawatt hour day for solar. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the conceit that's right. in all of yeah, this. Yeah, or like fewer batteries. Yeah, yeah. It's just capex probably. Yeah. Capex problem. No, but like no, I, no. I don't think that's corny at all. Yeah, I, I fully agree. And like that, I don't know. That's why I'm interested in this. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people could kind of like use something to care about. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So what? Just listen to the I'm pack. <laughs> do you get the same thing that I? I know do what from you're it? saying about like. Do you know the, what I'm saying? It's though? like a new. Like I came out of like one of the worst years of my life, mm-hmm. like 2020, like coming out of COVID. And was like very blackpilled about the world. So like I get doomer like we're all there's doomerism in all of us, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. it's literally it's like classic like Dostoevsky. There's like a choice in in all of you between like you know, the dark and the light in a way. And mm-hmm. um I kind of found that and a lot of the like art being made around it, like whether that was like movies or bands and it's funny because a lot of them are bands that like you liked that were like earnest <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> originally but like we're never they weren't as like mainstream as a lot of other bands they've been kind of like uh i know what you're saying yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying like broken social scene was not like yeah. arcade fire yeah you know and yeah. there was like a re i don't know there's like a i think that's like changing now though which is like that that vibe is being pushed into the mainstream and it was something that like totally changed my outlook on life and Mm -hmm. if you do that then like the rest follows in a way i don't know yeah but like there's not a lot of it in in the culture so like so derpils and youths derpils and youths and throw an eco rave (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be no, fun. It's the biggest Solution. derp-pelling event of the year. Yeah. yeah. Don't drink the punch. Um, 
Can I ask a fun one maybe for us to end on? Yeah, let's close yeah, yeah. it out. Is Elon a doomer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is this pre or post Twitter Elon? <laughs> um, this question was originally presented pre, but... Because I was. feel like it I feel like pre. post Twitter yeah. Elon is like pretty doomery. I don't know. He's like You're saying post Twitter he's a doomer? Actually, sorry, he might not be a doomer. He's more of like an Epsteiner. Hmm. Hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like pre Twitter Elon, I would have said not a doomer. Actually, yeah. like kind of a clean energy abundant person. But, but also for a just long in, time, that was like his role because he was like, a, yeah, because yeah. he was like an energy abundance person. And I think that's exactly why he was like, we also should go to Mars because he was like all the abundance, the abundance everywhere, humans everywhere. Yeah, I think that was like taking that to the next level, which like you can agree with or not agree with. Yeah. But now I kind of feel like he's very like stuck in the narrative. He's stuck in the narrative world. Definitely right lost in the sauce. Yeah, yeah he's lost. In yeah. The sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I. I don't know. I Ooh. his like central philosophy has always been he's like I want to I want the future to be optimistic. I want to be excited about the future, which sounds optimistic, but when you kind of like look at him saying it, it's almost like he thinks it's not. Hmm. And he's like it's what he has to do to like convince himself of it mm. and that he only can live today if the future is exciting, which is kind of cynical to me. Oh, interesting. Like, it's almost like he doesn't have hope for today. And a tenant of, I think, like, optimism. In our, it's like, life is sick. Like, live a good life. Yeah. And he's almost saying, like, I not, like life today now needs to change in the future in order for me to be able to live today. Yeah. You're, like, mm. it feels as if. So that, I think he's always been a doomer. It feels as if that perspective, yeah, is saying, like, if we don't succeed at <clears> this, like, incredible progress like then we are screwed yeah yeah and therefore like today is unsustainable and bad right yeah and which i've like, always kind of felt is implied in the mars thing yeah it's like he's we like must well get i want to mars. fix the world but we must yeah. go like, to mars like it's not just like it'd be cool to go to mars it's kind of like if we don't go to mars like we're done so yeah yeah which is doomery yeah i I do think it like it's weird. I think it kind of like accepts the idea of planetary boundaries. Like it, it he's basically saying like Earth can only support a, a yeah. finite population. Yeah. Right. And he's like, like what that is might be higher than we think, whatever. Right. But like there's a limit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like old school. But I guess like it's I guess the reason they say not. Yeah. I guess the but it's just this. Sol- it's like rather than degrow, it's like just go to Mars. You know. Yeah. I mean? But it's like the same premise. Yeah. 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 But isn't that like. I don't know. I guess that's action. So like I say, he's yeah. not a doomer because he's yeah. like, he's taking action. on it. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Like he, he has he the can, same, like, like he has like the same like mindset as a doomer, but rather than being like, well, I can't do anything. He's like, okay, Tesla trying to solve what we can do on earth. To like here now. To like yeah. basically like almost extend us as long as we can. Right? Yeah. He's like yeah. buying us runway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's he's like, like lowering your burn. Lowering yeah, that yeah, burn yeah. rate yeah. so that you can like get to Mars in time. Right. Like yeah. I like kind of view it like that. And that's I don't agree with that view, but I appreciate that he's like taking a stab at fixing yeah. it. Right. Yeah, that's true. I he wish was, he was like, spending more time on that. <laughs> 
Well, he's defeating the woke mind virus. Literally, mean? my Twitter is just about Twitter. I'm like, where's energy Twitter? What <laughs> happens to them? I can't find them anymore. <laughs> you know, that, that tweet, like, yeah, what was it? The woke mind virus is like the biggest existential threat to humanity or something. Yeah. Or civilization. It's a little. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Anyway, we don't need to talk but about that. But isn't that like doomery, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like you chicken little stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, or not, well, I don't want to, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's like there is an impending doom. Yeah. Which like, if not defeated. Which we we'll, must like build a bulwark against. And only yeah. I Die can defeat it. I mean, like, I yeah. think like, I think the Winter thing is, is coming. that like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is it like at the heart of it, maybe why I like struggle with it is like he views himself as a savior. Yeah. And so like saviors can't be doomers. Mm. Because like, yeah, because like he's like, I can save us. Right. But like he but he would like lead doomers forward. So like I get what you're saying. Like he has that like doomer vibe. Yeah. Like shared. But he's like, I will rise to the occasion and save you all. Yeah. But only I can save you. So he's a good model for. Maybe is he can be a doomer. Wait, Wait, is he the. The Doomer Alex Epstein. <laughs> the what Alex Epstein? The Doomer Alex Epstein. Hmm. No, no but Alex not, Epstein is a Doomer, isn't he? I I mean I think so. I think he's a That's degrowther. Cool. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, no, he's fossil. Like, he's more yeah, it, fossil fuel grow humanity through fossil fuels. Yeah, which That's is yeah. basically like only rely on a dwindling resource forever. <laughs> like, but I don't think and like technology doom- will but he's not, not help like, us. Like yeah. you must just do it the way Grandpa did. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a degrowther. Yeah. I don't think that's degrowth. I don't think that's degrowthers though, because he like does. He's not saying you don't have children. No, he's but just that like, implies degrowth. There is a finite amount oh, of fossil fuel. Oh yeah, on yeah. Earth. You mean literally in the but, like, okay, GDP but like, sense. but you're like, like taking yeah. like you're taking. That no, I'm just saying extreme. you have to degrow if the if your view is that yeah, all yeah. non-fossil technology is bullshit. That implies eventual degrowth. Okay, Duncan, there's no you're, way around you're it. You're taking too logical long-term view on this. That's like, that's a no, great no, no. that that's a that's a that's a pointed counter counter argument. You're being too logical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Sorry, that was spicy. Like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know I'm like really letting my feelings about these people through. What do you um, mean though? What did you mean by that? What I mean is that I think a lot of people who are like pro fossil fuel and are like, we must keep using fossil fuel. Solar is bad. Don't buy the premise that peak oil is soon. Like they aren't degrowthers. They're just like, all of this is a lie and just like keep using fossil fuel. I mean, and I don't necessarily buy it either. I'm just saying like, but I'm saying like, so I don't think that's like a logical premise. Like I don't think he's a doomer because I think he's just like, we'll just keep using fossil fuel and like getting better and better. Well, you're saying doomer. He's saying degrowther. Whatever. Either. I don't think either of them. Yeah. I don't. My view is basically. I think like like, they're. I think the people who are like pro fossil are just like fossils are savior. We don't need anything else. Our life can continue as it is. Yeah, but he's saying it can't because it's literally a finite resource. Because he is taking a logical view of what happens when you continue only using fossil fuels, and I'm saying people that use fossil fuels and say solar is bad aren't taking that logical view. Yeah, yeah. I hear your point. Yeah. Yeah. I think just generally like the view that like. The, the view that the view that I mean, uh, your words, that, not mine, but yes, <laughs> the view that our society should be the same or more extractive, like relying on extraction of like 
something which just happens to be underground and we're lucky if we get it yeah. is like to me personally pretty doomery as opposed to like like solar and wind and nuclear as well it's like kind of making something out of nothing you know what i mean it's like it's 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 anti-extractive yeah and to me that implies like abundance and flourishing right yeah yeah, yeah. versus just yeah. like let's squabble over the shit under the ground yeah like, it's like zero sum yeah zero. it feels like, very like oh fuck like that's how long are we gonna do that for? yeah it's fucking dark dude. yeah it's yeah like, i find that dark personally Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I guess I'm just saying, like, I don't think they agree with you. They, yeah, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. It, you can call it cynical at the very least. Like, yeah, 100%, yeah, 100% cynical. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, don't be cynical. <laughs> don't be stupid. Don't be dumb. Just, just, just build like stuff. Yeah, it feels really it. good. You're going to like it. Just feel, just do dope just shit. Just build, build and something be... and see how you feel. Just try it once. Yeah, take your first derpil. <laughs> it's 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 good. It's good. Yeah. When you get that first, join rush. the party. Okay, let's sign off. Really All good. right. Thanks, All right. everyone. See everybody. Bye. Except the doomers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we love you too. Big shouts to the doomers. Reformable doomers are welcome. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, do you have any big shouts? Big shouts oh, to yeah, your high shouts. school teacher. Big shouts to my high school teacher. Yeah. Um. <laughs> big shouts to um. Doomers, you guys are. Big you guys will be fine. Life's gonna be fine. Big shouts to the anti-doomers, to the clean energy abundance specifically, not just anyone who's against doomers. <laughs> big shouts to Jordan Peterson for <laughs> playing absolute the most entertaining <laughs> YouTube video. Um, I'm never giving Alex up to big <laughs> shouts. I can't do it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Um, oh, this is the one thing we didn't talk about, though. Peter Thiel, who's a technologist, is Peter now Thiel. like buddies with Epstein, who's yeah, an anti-technologist. Yes. That's just funny. That's Big just shouts funny. to that. Big shouts to weird relationships. I love yeah. it. All right. We're out. Bye. All right. See you, everybody.